0: Host of Locked on Rays, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network. You can find Locked on Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, and online at fanstreamsports.com and the Fanstream Sports app. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked on Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked on Rays. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Well, Ulysses, it seems like forever since I last talked to you. With the 4th of July weekend and everything, it seems like its it's been a fortnight or something like that. Crazy.
1: Yeah, I know. I missed you, buddy. How was your for, uh, How was your 4th?
0: It was pretty good. It was pretty adventurous. I spent most of the time out on the water. Um, okay. If you if you can't tell, I did uh, properly put on sunscreen as my pale body needs. I, I lathered. <laughs> you're talking 70 SPF, 80 SPF. I mean, it wasn't. It was the opposite of baby oil. I'll, I'll put it. I, there, but I gotta tell you,
1: it, you look good. Only you missed maybe a couple of spots on the nose, but really, yeah, good job. Good I, job.
0: I got a I got a big nose, kind of like Toucan Sam from. <laughs> uh, what is it? Fruit loops. But yeah, it's, it's tough to miss the nose. You know, the, the nose is going to be exposed. It, it, it is what it is. I've, I've acknowledged that fact and just, and just try to roll with the punches there. But yeah, i i I think I spent more time on the water than I have in maybe the last couple of years, because we went down to my parents' house in Cape Coral and we were out in their pool and their hot tub. Uh, we were out kayaking, um, I nice. mean, out on the boat. Like every, every day was a water day, and it was just nice and re- relaxing. Um, I mean, the only downside was uh, our neighbors were, were blasting off fireworks. So, uh, Oof, and you guys got dogs. Yeah, so that, that was quite an adventure uh, all the way around. But um, other than okay. that, I, I think um, it, was a, it was a better 4th of July weekend than I think MLB had. Because Oof. it was kind of disastrous for uh, MLB and MLB in the news, if I may say so. It really was. It wasn't uh, either
1: exciting like yours in a good way or chilled and relaxed yes. like mine just
0: watching movies. No, they had a, another kind of weekend. Did you watch any baseball movies or you want to you save that for another episode? I did. Okay. I did. I no, cannot I convince my girlfriend it... to
1: watch baseball movies, unfortunately. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, I did convince mine and... Uh, we watched an appropriate movie where, uh, I'm not going to tell you which one it is, but I will tell you a line from the movie. A season is a season, no matter how many games it has. I love it. That's, that's one of the lines. It was very apropos. There you go.
0: And a great, yes, a great tie-in for the 2020 season. Uh, because in the last couple of days, we had we have more opt-outs, teams canceling workouts, at least 30 players test positive that we know of. It could be significantly more. Um, the Rays have some noticeable absences. Mm -hmm. Um, I I call it the missing five. It it was the missing six until Chaz Rowe showed up for a workout today, but the missing five, as far as we know, are Randy Rosarina, Yanni Chirinos, Tyler Glass now, Jose Martinez and Austin Meadows. I think Meadows worked out Friday, but we haven't heard from him. So what does that mean? Did you, did you catch him uh, on a boat while you were out in Cape Coral? Or I did not see, did him. see him. Maybe no? he was quarantining. Who knows? Uh, we, okay, we don't maybe. know with these uh, new, these uh, I guess these privacy laws or these, these regulations that the union has kind of put to the MLB that we don't know. With, with these guys sitting down, is it an injury? Is it a positive okay. test? Are they waiting for their results? Is it another could it be Could it be that... Out of those five guys, mm-hmm.
1: four are COVID-free, but the Rays and maybe other ball, uh, you know ball clubs have said to their players, hey, we're not going to disclose any type of shoulder inflammation, mm-hmm. hamstring injury because we don't want to have to say covid. Now, if you guys want to say that you have covid, sure, go ahead and say it and spread it. But we're not going yes. to do that and we're also not going to tell anybody if you're injured or not so that you're protecting, you know, the person that that actually does have covid. So maybe one of the 5 has covid. Yeah you know or maybe none of them have it and and so this is a, t- a certain precautionary measure to to kind of keep everything intact in what do you think
0: i mean i think baseball should just put it out there and and the union just agree. agrees to say okay it's who has COVID nineteen? Who doesn't have it? Instead of it this being like secret society where only the players and team officials know, we know when somebody gets Tommy John surgery. We know when somebody has the flu. We know when somebody has a eighty game drug suspension. We know when somebody has a suspension for hitting their girlfriend or wife. Why isn't COVID nineteen included in that?
1: I don't get it. You're 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 making it taboo. You're stigmatizing a, yes. a, 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 an illness that not only stopped baseball from happening for three, four months, but that has killed hundreds of thousands of people around Mm -hmm. the world. So, I mean, there's no need to stigmatize it and hush it, hush it. I mean, we all know what's happening. We all know what, what is happening when we have to put masks, when we go out to buy butter and eggs Mm -hmm. and milk, you know, we all are aware you, you don't have to, you know, make it taboo. It's ridiculous. So, that is unfortunate also for the players too, you know, cause then, then, you know, imagine this rumor mill happens and then maybe yeah. their family members are like, Oh my gosh, are they okay? Are they not? You know? So you have to keep your family mm-hmm. even more apprised, you know, it's, it's just more of a mess right? than it needs to be. And, but, you know, and will be
0: fashion, you know? Yeah. It puts everybody in a bad spot. It puts Kevin yeah. Cash when he's asked by the media, And he's probably just, he's just been directed to, we can't talk about it. We can't talk about Mm -hmm. it. But you get, you get a player you're asking off the cuff and, and Hey, where's Austin Meadows been? And you just want him to lie. You just want him to or say, I can't answer. Like, why are we going through this rigmarole? Just make it part of the, just make it as if it's on the injury list, because I think this is also opening up some gamesmanship for teams where they can just kind of keep things secret. I mean, does, does Austin Meadows have a, a hip injury? Mm-hmm. Or does he have COVID nineteen, or or is he just sore, or is he taking a day off? It could be as simple right. as that. Or is he right. healthy and he's just working out downstairs where nobody can see him?
1: It's it's, it's somebody pulling a Dennis Rodman and is uh, you know uh, in Vegas right now. Just mm-hmm. they needed to clear their mind and they're in Vegas for the next five days. You know, mm-hmm. you, I don't know, man. I think they're creating more trouble by 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 yeah. not saying it outright. It's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, it it really is, and I hope they. I hope the union and everybody, whoever is not allowing this to become part of the, okay, it's just, we're just going to treat it as an injury health issue that's reported like everything else is reported. We know yeah. why everybody else is not on the field for a particular reason. Why isn't COVID-19 part of that? And, and I'm glad we're on the same page um, as far <laughs> I mean, as concerned as well. Th-
1: throughout our baseball fandom, we've known when guys have even stomach flu, like when yeah. fluids are coming out, top and bottom. We mm-hmm. we actually are told that in a very nice way to yes. the audience that's watching uh, or listening to the radio. But we are even told when guys are hugging a toilet. Right. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> I just think it's ridiculous the the way that MLB is handling this whole COVID-9, COVID-19. Right. And also, um, how dumb is MLB? You might have to bleep me on this. <laughs> uh, but... Dumb! do you have to be to, to, to not know that the 4th of July is happening and, and, and that you need testing to be yeah. available and, and that you know that those, you are contractually obligated to have those results from 24 to 48 hours. Mm-hmm. You signed that. Yes. You did this. Guys, contracts matter.
0: It, it does. It does. It does. And I, I do agree with you. I will also say that this is brand new terrain for everybody. And as much as MLB messes up a lot of things, they butcher a lot of things. Um, we've we've been talking about it for the last couple of months. I'm going to give them a little bit of time to sort this out, um, even though I know there was the Fourth of July snafu and everything. But it's it's like you know Lance Armstrong didn't didn't win the Tour de to France the first time he stepped on a bike. Let's give them a little time to work out the kinks and work out the issues. I mean, if this stuff is still happening where results aren't coming back and test testing isn't being done like they promised in August or September um, or even mid late July, then yeah, I think we can we can crucify but them. But I'm going to give them a little the bit prob- more time with this.
1: But this is the problem, KevO, because you, they had four months to plan this out and they focused on the financials. You know what? Mm-hmm. Fine. Focus on the But, right. I mean, how many times have we said that it seems like MLB just goes from one issue, everybody working at MLB just focuses on one issue, and then something else happens, and then they just shift to the other thing. Like, yeah. how many people work for MLB? Why can't they, you know, have departments taking care of, okay, look, you handle the financials, you talk to the owners, and then we are going to talk about the safety and health protocols. I mean, you had four months, and in the first weekend after summer camp opens, you have this crap happen. I think four or five teams didn't even have training today. I mean, the Astros canceled it. The Nats did. The Cardinals,
0: the Blue Jays had, had logistical. I mean, they had they've had a lot of issues. Trying right, to get from Dunedin to even Toronto. More. That's another thing too. But yeah. if you
1: don't get them, I'm, I'm sorry. I I get where you're coming from, but they unfortunately do not have that time to iron on the kinks mm-hmm. because if you don't iron out the kinks today, not tomorrow, mm-hmm. not in two weeks, then there won't be a season. Cause then the Houston Astros say they don't participate in, in trainings for the next week, which, you know, well, you know. yeah. Okay. Not, let's not I'll make take that. Astros okay. Against. That's that might <laughs> yeah.
0: be a, that might be an unintended <laughs> but, <laughs> consequence that we're okay <laughs> with, but I do get what you're saying. You know what they should have done? Say it's the today. race. Yes. The
1: race can't train for the next week and a half. Because they're not getting the results back. How would we feel? Do we want to start a season when you know everybody else, the Yankees and the Bombers, are, are having intra-squad teams and, and, and the Rays aren't? Yeah. How would we feel if our team is not getting the results back? I don't think it's going to be a level playing field. And MLB is, once again, showing that they're not up to par mm-hmm. for something so such a big endeavor like this.
0: Right. And I do... And that's where, yeah, you mentioned the financial aspect. And that's where Rob Manfred, a month, month and a half ago, after it was clear the union and the owners weren't going to come to an agreement after a week, week and a half of negotiation. Okay, I'm shutting this down. I'm implementing the 60-game season. We're going to implement it in late July. That gives us enough time to get all these protocols and everything instead of really within a – what, they try to ramp everything up within a week and try to – okay, can you guys report uh, within uh, seven days? All right, let's go. Well, we're yeah. to, all right, we got all the papers signed. Let, let's show up and, and get this. They tweeted on. when and where. They tweeted it. So they can be yeah. they can do it. You know, whatever. Um and I think that's probably why you have a couple more players opting out um since well, we last spoke. Since we last spoke. Now that list is up to
1: eight buddy. Mike Peek, okay. Zimmerman, Joe Ross, Ian Desmond, Felix Hernandez, my boy, Nick Marcakis, your boy, David Price your boy and Tyson Ross. Okay. Yes. So now we got eight. You said last episode 10 at most before opening day. I said 20. You want to change
0: your, uh, you, you want to come to my boat? Okay. I'm not going to change yet. And by the way, I'm going to say that seven because Tyson Ross is a free agent. He <laughs> I knew got you were gonna he's say, not on I knew a knew team. Okay. It. Brandon guy saying he's opting out with that. Count? <laughs> come on. How far are we going to go with this? Come on. Their retirement is not up? FA. Come on. He's not on a team. <laughs> Well, you all give right, me this one. Right. You're already up to seven. seven. Okay, okay. David Price, of course, being the biggest name. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that honestly surprised me a little bit right there. That me too. A guy is me big. Too. I mean, Nick Marcakis is a big name too, but yeah. Price has uh, – he's got a lot of reasons to – I mean, if you're a pitcher and you've got – I mean, the, the millions upon millions of dollars that David Price has left on his deal, it, it's really not worth it for 10 to This is the kind of guy – yeah. This is the kind of guy, Zimmerman, Felix Hernandez,
1: these are the guys that, mm-hmm. I mean, dudes, look, I know a lot of people still think Price is at his peak, he's not. Okay, let's let's right. talk honestly, David Price is not David Price in his peak. Yeah, He's made his millions. Felix, not in his peak, made his millions. Zimmerman, not in his peak, made his millions. Mm-hmm. Why are they going to? Why are they going to go through this whole rigmarole? No, no. Yeah. I'll see you next year, 2021. I got you. I'll have film. I'll I'll be on my on my yeah. private club, you know, warming up safely. I probably mm. have a mansion, so I probably yeah. have a, <laughs> a goddamn feel in the back. Um, you know, they're fine. So they can these afford, are the kind yeah. of guys that I think will start to pop up. Mike Trout is still not, you know, convinced. Mookie Betts is not convinced, you know. Let's see. Let's wait and see. Yes. But I think it's going to happen.
0: You know, I'm, I'm still not going to change it, but I was a little bit surprised that so many more players... I mean, in a way, I'm not surprised. In a way, I'm surprised that this would happen. But you're, it might be closer to 20 uh, by the time it's all said and done, especially if, if the positive cases just start ramping up and up. And I mean, yeah, for David Price, yeah, I'll, I'll forfeit a couple millions of, uh, of dollars for... You know, th- you're trying to get ramped up and, and trying to, you know, be able to extend your arm for what 10 to 12 starts and, and the, the risk of injury, the risk of contracting this disease. Um, it just, yeah, I totally get it from his perspective of it not being worth it. Um, the thing working in David Price's favor is that he didn't make a a comment like Blake Snell or comments like Blake Snell. I think that's where he's getting, getting (laughs) the, everybody. Yes. Everybody that didn't make Blake Snell comments is glad to not be Blake Snell. He had to kind of
1: apologize. Did you like that?
0: Yeah. I mean, he had to. He had to. And it was, it was kind of a wishy-washy apology, but it, it, it was something. It was better than nothing. And um, I think that was a, a PR lesson for every other professional athlete out there. And, and all these guys that are opting out, they're probably like, okay, we're glad that Blake Snell did this so we don't do something <laughs> similar and get the, get the backlash and everything like that. All right. MLB schedules have been released, including the Rays. We'll discuss that. But first rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years they have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps motor oil and even new carpet so whether it's for your classic or daily driver get everything you need and a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com All right, Ulysses. Well, I think MLB might have had one positive PR win, and that was just a little bit ago. They did the whole schedule reveal on MLB Network, and that was something where nothing else going on in sports, really. That's an opportunity to showcase what's going on, other leagues do it. It's, it's big with the NFL and, and with 60 games and, and not a peep about what the actual schedule is or was going to be. I thought that, that was something that MLB got right finally. That, we're okay, we're going we're to gonna reel this schedule, make it an event, make it a show, and put it out there at 6 p.m. on Monday night.
1: It was a great distraction. Yeah. I'll give you that. That's, that's, that's a great
0: – Hey, it's, it's better than nothing.
1: Exactly. Yeah, I was like, "Hey, look at look over here. Don't look at the COVID crap. Mm-hmm. Don't help but focus. See, like, focus on the shiny new schedules. Hey, look, I'm I'm stoked. I'm yes. stoked. I, I looked at that schedule, and then the first thing I did after you know trying to memo- <laughs> memorize all the Rays games, I looked at the Red Sox and Yankee schedules. And uh, Kevin, I'm not happy. Okay, why is that? Explain. I, I get it logistically and 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 travel wise most of the teams are going to be in the northeast but yeah it's let ridiculous. me say it's
0: it's naturally going to be tougher for for the Rays where they're in, okay. in central Florida compared to most of these other teams and and it's really the American League and National League northeast right. instead of NL
1: East and AL East the Marlins and the, and the Rays are are, are are getting beat up here and on, on the road. But um, let's just... The Yankees have nine games at home mm-hmm. in the first half. And then they have one of six and one of seven homestand. Okay? That's, okay? that's pretty nice. The Red Sox have seven the first half. That's pretty big. And then one of ten in the second half. The Rays don't have a 10 or a 9. The biggest thing they have is seven games, and they come in the middle of the season. Otherwise, it's pretty awful. One time, they'll actually have to go from playing uh, the the Orioles at the Trop. They'll have to go to Miami. Mm. Then they'll have to go to New York. Then they'll go to the Trop again for three. Then up to D.C. for two.
0: Then come back at the trap. Yeah, I it, mean it's, it's kind of uh, ass backwards, if I if I may say so. But again, that's yeah. that's it's. I understand it. I understand it. I will say this: I'm not unhappy about how the Rays did with what they're getting with the NL East.
1: Because okay, why is that? if you
0: if you look at it, you got six games versus Miami, home and home. That's more yeah. than. I mean, you're, you're basically we, we've talked, we've kind of praised the Marlins a little bit, but they're still going to be the worst team in the NL East. And the fact that most of your teams, most of your games against NL East teams are against the worst team in the NL East, that certainly helps. Um, right. You've got a home and home versus Atlanta, mm-hmm. home and home versus the Nationals, which for all intents and purposes look to be the top two teams in the NL East. And then you have three road games versus the Mets. Three home games versus the Phillies, which I think is a pretty even draw. Now the, yeah. I, those series against the Mets and Phillies are, are later on in the schedule, so maybe fans are allowed um, into New yeah, that's York. At that time, the, that's how they close
1: out the, the schedule.
0: Yeah, Mets. Yeah. and the Phillies. Yeah, yeah. I, I get that the travels really quirky, and you're you're kind of hopscotching between cities, and it, it, that, that's just. Again, with a sixty-game season, that's, that's going to make it difficult. But I do like how they drew with the NL East. I think that's about the best you could do when you look at it, because I don't think any other AL East team gets six games versus Miami. Gets gets six games against the worst team in the NL East.
1: Right, yeah, I mean th- that that you have a, a you know who can say advantage, you know. But I guess the uh, who who gets to play the Orioles in the NL though for the six games because maybe they get a better advantage, right? That's six true. Games against the Marlins, uh, yeah.
0: I mean that probably the be schedule... the Nationals, right? That have to be the Nationals because they're they're yeah. so close. I think it's a direct. Actually, yeah, you
1: might be right. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I haven't looked at uh, the NL
1: um schedules yet, but. That'd be interesting, and that that's the rivalry, right? Although, I mean, the Reds got paired up with the Tigers. I would have thought that the Reds would have been paired
0: up with the Indians, right? Yeah, that, that would have made more sense. But, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, look, I mean, the, the Rays had a bad draw when we heard that uh, their interleague games would all be against NL East teams. That, that already put them behind the yeah. people. But I'm going to take the approach that Kevin Cash took is. Let's not complain about the schedule. Let's just play the damn games. Let's just play the hey, games and, and go forward. I and, understand. And we I we just... draw what we draw. We always know that the Yankees and the, the Red Sox, they're going to get some type of advantage one way or the other. And this time uh, yeah. is even
1: more highlighted because of the restrictions on travel. And you can't do anything about it. Hey, that's how geography works, okay? Tampa is <laughs> in Florida, so we can't really do much about it. Now, talking about the games in within the months. How, yeah. do you, how do you like the, the, the matchup? I mean, July is basically the 10 games, but, you know, July, August, September, how do you feel about it? Because looking at the schedule, I mean, August seems a least heavy. Like right. that's just, you know, that could make or break your season. Where I are guess. you September 1st? Where are you? How did you do that August? If you did well? We'll see you in the playoffs. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, the, if there's one positive thing I can draw, it's the fact that, um, at least the way I look at it, is you're getting Toronto out of the way early. Maybe before Nate Pearson gets the call up, or before he's <laughs> okay. truly ready for the big leagues. Maybe he's he's fine tuned everything by September and really rolling. And I think they've got some other prospects in the pipeline as well. So I think that okay. that might be a big thing there. Is and and early on in the season, you know, say say. Toronto calls up Nate Pearson from day one. Right, they're probably not going to have him pitch seven, eight innings. They're trying to work again, getting starters into a group. All right, pitch three, four, five innings. We're going to take you out and and let the relievers in the bullpen do their work. Where you, when you have more of the expanded roster, so that that was really my biggest takeaway. Okay,
1: um, I, I like that actually. It's very specific. I like it. I I don't think Nate Pearson would be the death of of the Rays, but you know, you right. never know. Um, so I I like that take now. I don't particularly... I'm kind of worried about the end of the schedule. Uh, the last 10 games or so. And hear me out. Okay, it's okay. Baltimore, Mets, and Phillies. Those are pretty good teams, right? I mean, pretty good teams as in, like, to face. You know, you would you like would think, to face yes. the Orioles. You'd like to face the, the the Mets more so than not. And the Phillies, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, my issue with that is the rays don't ever seem to play you know it's like that kid who's really good at something and they like the competition so he'll really up his game Mm -hmm. and then when you're playing against a rookie you might not give it your best or whatever it is there's something subconsciously that happens and you're not really there in the moment in this weird season i think that could happen even more Ending the this, this season not with the Yankees, not with, you know, the rivalry of the Red Sox or the Braves being such a good team. You're going with those three teams. If you take out the Marlins, those probably are, you know, the ones you would like to face because right. of a strong schedule. I don't know. How do you feel about ending the, the 60 games with those three teams?
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't have really a, a big issue with it. Um, the point you brought up. I mean, who knows? By then, all teams might still be within it. All teams might still be winning teams right in the playoff race with just a 60 game schedule. So, is it your, your point that they might try to, they might be playing down to the competition a little yes. bit in those last? Okay. But I think, I still think everybody's going to kind of be in the midst of everything. So, there's still going to be something to play for.
1: Okay. Well, what do you think is going to be the, ga- the, the difference between those that get in and those that don't in games? For example, in the standings. I'm not talking about, you know, if the Yankees win this division, the MLB East or the Super Duper East, Mm -hmm. however we're going to call it. If the Yankees win it, you know what? This is not a Yankees podcast. When the Rays win it. Yeah, there we go. When the Rays win the MLB East, um, I'm not talking about what's the difference between the Orioles who are going to be the last one. I'm talking about in the middle, that middle pack. What's going to be the game difference between... Making it and not making it, I mean, it going it be, be half one a game, two three games game. I mean, it can
0: be really close
1: how many teams what, what do you what do you really see after looking at the schedule what, what what are your thoughts
0: um i I really don't know i I think that just I can't really sit here and analyze where the Mets are going to be or where the Phillies are going to be. I think those two teams are going to be competitive with the nationals and the Braves, and I think it could just be the difference of. One game, two games, three games. I don't think it's going to be a huge thing where you're going to see such a difference between, say, the, the Orioles and the Yankees or the Rays. So I still think those teams, by the time the Rays play, the Mets and the Phillies, mm-hmm. the last six games of the season, I truly believe those teams will be at least 500 or it could be around 500, which we know this 60 game schedule. You could get in, you, could you, be, you, win, yeah, three you win your last four or three five games, games yeah. and, and that could be it yeah so okay that's fair yeah i didn't that's really fair. i mean i look at it as you know it's i don't analyzing schedules is such a weird quirky thing as it <laughs> is on the whole i just like how the rays will fare or how the, the nle slate turned out for them overall on the whole, okay. i mean we can nitpick it to death but right. there's nothing else buddy yeah. What What do you, so if you're looking at this schedule, yeah. what are you saying record wise for the Rays? Well, I think,
1: I don't, I know people want to give so much props to the Yankees and they're like, oh, 37, 38 wins. I don't think that's happening. I okay. really don't. Uh, I think the winner is going to have about, I don't know, 35. 34, the winner 35 of the
0: AL East. Okay. Of the,
1: yeah. Or the M-, M super duper East whatever we're calling yeah. it. that one um 35 I'm gonna say 35 okay a w- push push me 37 now 35 race, 37. I'm, I'm I'm going maybe 33 34 I'm okay. 33 34 I'm just worried about that September the end of the September um, not so much August August is going to be really entertaining though uh, oh, yeah really good competition with the, the 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 Yankees there in the middle and then that
0: you know what? Well, you've got that 10 game road trip. That 10 game smack road trip. in the middle of August. That could, be the, that could be it right there.
1: Yeah, actually, you know how I said, uh, let me know what you are in Septem- on September 1st? Let me know where you are uh, August 21st. Yeah. When you have come back from that road trip where you went to Fenway. No, actually, you would have opened. <laughs> that's crazy. You open in, Can- in Camden Yards, then you go and play the Red Sox at home. You play the Yankees at home for four. And that's the only time the Yankees are home, by right. the way. Um, and then you go on that road trip. You go to Fenway. You go to uh, Roger Center. Place the Blue Jays. Off day. Then the Yankees. The 21st, when you come back to the drop, let's see how the Rays are doing. If they're doing great, playoffs, baby. Mm-hmm. Playoffs. Um, that, that's that's the make or break it point right there. Is It's that 10-game road trip.
0: Okay, I agree. I agree 100%. I'm going to say 36 and 24 as of right now. Subject Ooh. to change, of course. Like Look at you being so, more, so much more positive than I am. Okay. I, the fact that the Rays haven't missed workouts yet. I'm, you know, 36 other team, wins. Other I'm going 34. I'm going 34. Okay. going 34. Can I get you to 35, split the difference there? You're, you're sticking with 30. <laughs> Can 30, we 40.
1: compromise as yeah. locked on Rays uh, and, uh, and go to 35? Yeah, maybe.
0: Did, did you notice that uh, all the home games for the Rays are at 640? Are they're going to be starting at 640? I did not notice that. Now, I hope this isn't if fans, if and when fans are allowed back in the stands. I hope they change it back to seven ten or at least seven o'clock or seven o'clock. Nobody's gonna make that with their yes, jobs. Because I feel like that that could be a self sabotaging move right there. It's like, oh well, we're well, at six forty now. Nobody can make it. Conspiracy good luck, good theory. Luck, good luck catching first pitch across the bridge. You gotta leave <laughs> you gonna have to leave at four o'clock from your job conspiracy in Tampa theory that gets there. Stu
1: that's what Stu wants. That's what Stu wants. Um yeah. I don't think attendance is gonna matter this year on any team. I mean, yeah. I know that, you know, trop haters are going to say what they're going to say mm. regardless. Uh, but, yeah, no, no team is – if and when fans are going to be in there, which honestly, bro, they're not. Let's, yeah. They're not. By the way, for – No for st- fans this year. For, for Stu Sternberg,
0: um, probably not the best idea to to have a team that operates in two different countries during the pandemic. <laughs> during a pandemic. <laughs> So maybe maybe take a couple lessons yeah. from uh, the Blue Jays, where they've got their their spring training site in Dunedin, exactly, and then their their main stadium in Toronto. All the all the issues that that encompasses for sure. Now, can you tell me how pumped did this get you?
1: One hundred percent. How how do you feel?
0: Well, I mean, I, I knew that a a schedule was coming, but to actually see it on paper, it it made me pretty happy. Me too. It, it did too provide money. a distraction that. Yes. You know, besides all the the positive cases we're seeing and player opt outs <laughs> and the fact that the missing five, what's what's going on with them? Do they because right. that could? I mean, if Tyler Glass now has it, he's he he's got to sit at home for two weeks. You're talking How's about two he starting pitchers. To
1: yeah, Torino's too. I totally Glass forgot now. about Torino's. Yeah. And what do you do with Arroserena? Who is going to be what the maybe uh, the 28th man, 29th man? We talked about that
0: man. The the biggest killer of a team would be COVID-19. Not literally, but just, yeah, as far as, yeah. yeah. Um, We got some comments on Twitter, um, how fellow Rays fans feel about the schedule. Uh, The great Al Bushman ESQ says, Playoff bound, I feel confident. Uh, John Cook at Aussie Rays fan says, Hey fellas, this Aussie kid is pumped as hell. I can feel a 40-win season coming. 40 wins, how about that? Can't wait for it to start and hope you're both doing well. Um, Rob at Rob nine, two underscore, not as easy as the Yankees, but I can see 40 wins, man, people, people more confident than we are. Look at hey. that. It must be those six games against the Marlins. I think that's what it is. <laughs> six games against the Marlins, 10 against the Orioles, you yeah. know, um, town, Tampa title town season, otherwise known <laughs> as Yoke Andy, says it's okay. The Yankees have it really easy, but it's definitely not bad. And, Ethan Zanino breakout season says meh. Does he want to elaborate on that? I, I don't know, but I guess he's not too too happy Wait, is, about this. Is schedule. Ethan talking about Zanino's bat with meh? or Probably both, although he did put okay. Zanino breakout season in his description, so I guess he's expecting Zanino to bat 230-ish, something along uh, those lines. Ethan, that happened yeah. four years ago. Not mm-hmm. happening again. That happened in Seattle. Totally yeah. different place. Um, <laughs> P- can I make a little PSA? Can, you know, when games start, if games start, you know, July 24th, opening day against the Blue Jays at 6.40 p.m., home right. game, in the really the first week or two of the season, let's not get on Kevin Cash or the Rays or anybody if, say, Blake Snell is pulled after three innings or four innings or five innings. This is all... If if they're rolling, if Charlie Morton's rolling, you know we let's understand why guys are being pulled early. If uh, there was a as year to, to understand, is this? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah mm-hmm. you have to. And you know what? You you have to understand. It. They're they're killing it for two innings. Tandem yeah. opener, yeah. whatever. Do that. And and, and and you know what? The Ray, Rays fans have an advantage here over all the other fan bases. Is we're used to it already. Mm-hmm. You know. So we we can understand better this than than other clubs. So yeah, I 100% agree with your PSA.
0: Yeah, something tells me that there's going to be other fans of other teams that are going to have some issues for sure. All right, that wraps up this edition of Locked On Rays. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On MLB. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you on Wednesday.